welcome back to the Field Notes of the Dorm podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Wright. And I'm Paxton Gable. <laughs> back, back at it again. Yeah, back to that lovely intro. Yeah. Yeah, today we got a couple good things for y'all. Um, so we're going to tailor this one towards like beginners, hiking, you know, like you're interested in hiking, you're tired of COVID, you just want to hit the trails, but you just don't know where to start. This podcast or this episode is solely just for that. Um, for all you advanced hikers who know what they're doing, we'll have a podcast episode for y'all pretty soon. But yeah, so um, the topic of today is gear list and how do you even pack a pack? Because the way you pack your pack can make or break the trail. Um, I'll tell you that because I've had some pretty rough experiences because of not packing what I needed and packing improperly. So yeah. So let's go ahead and get started. Gear list, um, essentials to bring. So for me, there's like, you gotta like, so I guess at the very beginning, you gotta determine, you know, the weather. So you always gotta be looking out on the weather. Um, So anytime, my favorite place to go hike is Red River Gorge. Anytime I go down there, I'm always checking the weather. Um, I might like right now, this is October, what, 7th? This is like perfect time to hike. Every time I walk to class, like all I want to do is just hit the trail. Um, it's absolutely beautiful out right now. So this is like prime time, right as the leaves are changing. Um, so, but at the night it gets kind of cold. So for me, I have a cheapo Walmart Ozark Trail sleeping bag, and <laughs> I'm absolutely like saving for a really nice. Well, Pax has this crazy like sleeping yeah, bag. So I, I have. Uh... Yeah, I, I have a thermal sleeping system that reflects body heat. So, uh, in any weather, uh, sub-zero, I'm, I'm warm and toasty. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did not buy that. That That is straight from the Marine Corps. Yeah, I, there's no way I could afford that. Yeah, but us civilians have to go scrape and penny pinch to get right. one of these things because they're super nice. When we went out hiking in Red River Gorge, this guy, so we had a tent and this guy was just sleeping out in the bare sand man like just all he had was his sleeping bag now okay so anytime i sleep i get really cold at night and i hammock camp a lot just because it's really light um obviously weather dependent but i'm getting really sidetracked right now no that's that's fine i think i think that also comes into play with like you know what time of year you're going camping or hiking you know and um just being aware of we're getting ahead of ourselves but like being aware of where you're going being aware of like the weather change, um, different factors like mist in the morning, uh, you know, if there's gonna be, you know, certain, I don't know, storms or something coming down. <laughs> another um, spring break 2.0. Yeah, another spring break <laughs> 2.0. Um, but just being aware of where you're going, um, yeah, mm-hmm. just know what to do. Yeah, so I guess like prepping for the trail, um, you know, you gotta know kind of what Pax was saying. You gotta know your trail. Um, you know, like where the trailhead is, um, just the terrain of it. And later on, we'll have an episode all about reading topography maps, because um, that's honestly kind of fascinating when you're on the trail and you get to read the lines and stuff. But um, yeah, one of the things I do when I go hiking, I always because I'm like I over prep sometimes. I like to overpack, which is sometimes bad. But like I always print out three maps. And I highlight the route I'm hiking, and I'll leave one on my body. I'll leave one at my, like my grandparents' house, my parents' house, and I'll always leave one in the car. That way, if something ever was to happen, 
they would be able to know like where I was going, where I anticipated on hike or camping, you know, all that kind of stuff. Just worst case scenario type of stuff. Yeah, that's 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 really smart. And uh, having those like uh, those those maps, though, yeah, that's. That was a smart move, Caleb. I, I, I didn't even think about that. Hey, man. I, I just gave him a. I gave my my folks a general area. <laughs> I'm hiking out in yeah. Kentucky tonight. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm going home. Uh, just uh, know that, but yeah. So that yeah. that was a good idea. Yeah, because I I subscribed to some backpacking magazines and stuff. Well, I did. I can't afford it now, but like, they would have like stories about people who just like disappeared on the trail and like nobody knows where they're at. And then, like, years later, their body's uncovered because they didn't know. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just, I might as well just print off free pictures on yeah. the map. So, yeah. Yeah, that's me. But, yeah, and then just, like, know your trail. Um, know where all your water sources are at because you don't want to rely. So, there's a place I hike in Ohio where they have well, um, well, they have, it's not, not like well water, but they come and refill it. There's, like, big tanks underground and you can fill it up. And it's, like, clean and stuff. Yeah. Sometimes, I know what you're about. yeah, like cisterns or whatever. Yeah. Sometimes we call, those we call them water buffaloes in the service. Really? Yeah. I like that better. Yeah. Yeah. So you, sometimes the water buffaloes are pretty empty, and you don't know that unless you get there. And so you always want to make sure. I mean, there's hiking pages and stuff you could always like talk to. Um, I mean, anybody in the hiking community, backpacking community, is always like really helpful and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you always want to know where the water sources are at, um, potential camping sites. Some places have designated sites where you have to camp. Right. And, um, and then some. Some are just, you know, kind of free roam. It depends on where you go, like state parks sometimes. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll get into more, like, when we get into the advanced discussion, we'll, we'll talk more about topography and, like, yeah. where you go sort yeah. of deal. Hush, this, hush, hush, hush sort of, sort of stuff. But, <laughs> this is something yeah. that we're really excited about. We keep letting it slip. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but let's yeah. go through the gear list, man. Um, yeah. So let's just, like, try to keep it top 10 things obviously like the essentials like your backpack we don't have to include because that's let's know. all right let's real quick let's hit on what what kind of backpack do you have i have an osprey atmos i think 65 okay. liter yeah the brands to look for osprey is always good mm -hmm. uh condor outdoor is good um Deuter is also a great one yes um but like if you're looking for lower end but good quality stuff my very first pack was something called teton sports um i absolutely love that pack it had so many pockets on the side a really good like i have nalgene bottles and the outside pockets could fit both of those um super versatile um so many pockets um and that's like dirt cheap you can pick that up for like 60 bucks yeah and i absolutely love that pack i would just be careful of uh I would just make sure, like you, you maybe watch some YouTube reviews if you're thinking about buying a pack or something. Um, don't, just don't get it because it looks cool, yeah. or like, uh, oh man, it looks tactical. Um, you know. I honestly and, bought the first pack because it was olive green. <laughs> olive green, yeah. So I loved it. <laughs> even though it looks like a military member would have it, or like you know, a hiker, an avid hiker would have it, just make sure you look at the reviews and um, make sure that. You know, it's gonna fulfill your needs and not, um, you know, not, you not be stuffing everything in there and it's ripping apart because uh, that's the last thing you want. But yeah. yeah, just make sure you research before you buy. So what do you look for in a backpack when you're looking at them? Um, personally, I mean, both in my line of work and then um, 
just for recreation. I make sure it has Molly. Uh, so in the military, uh, Molly um, is like the fibers that you can weave other things in um, to make it bigger or uh, put, you know, a separate container on it for extra stuff. Um, I mean, mine has so many extra, like, uh, water bladders, um, containers to put um, warming layers in, chow, um, making sure that it's, like, at least uh, triple-stitched, uh, but, you know, making sure that it's not going to rip apart, because usually when they stitch these backpacks, it's uh, double or triple, um, but just make sure it is triple-stitched um, in the lining and um, making sure that it's not going to, like, rip apart when you put everything in it. Um, or especially when it gets wet, because when it gets wet, it's going to be heavier, and the more stuff you have in it, the more it's going to really rely on that stitching. So just making sure you have good quality stuff. Yeah, that's good. I guess I never even realized that. Yeah. But, yeah, so just a few of the brands to look for when you're, you know, just getting off, you want to, like, start this new hobby. Um, Teton Sports is really low-end, but good quality. And if you want to go higher-end, what was yours? Condor Outdoor? I mean, it is kind of medium price too, depending on what you get. Condor Outdoor or, like, mili old military surplus. Like, I guarantee you can go to, like, a, uh, like a, I don't know what you call them. Uh, Sportsman Warehouse? No, no like an <laughs> antique shop. I've seen them. At, what? No, yeah. I've seen old school Alice packs at antique shop. My those gosh. old school Alice packs from like the 80s in Vietnam, those things can like legit, it, it, it yeah, those things can pack a lot and deal, deal a lot of damage. Like Are those, well, okay, here's another question. Internal, external frame. Oh boy. Uh, so... I know guys in my unit that use, actually still prefer the old Alice packs with the metal frame because it's better on their back. Uh, my Mine has an external frame, but it's mollied into it. Uh, so, so it, it so it's like molds, semi yeah, so it molds kind of into your back, uh, but you can elevate it if you want it elevated. You can uh, lower it if you want it lowered. Um, but like I, I mollied it so when I'm hiking, it's right in the perfect spot, um, kind of the sweet spot, so that all the heavy stuffs on my, you know, shoulders. But I got the hip um, contrabond on, and mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I I mean personally, I would the the when you get more outsided, um, what'd you call it? External frame? External frame. When you get more external frames, the price is going to go up. Yeah. Uh, because it's going to be a little bit better than uh, internal frames. Because internal frames are going to fail eventually. Yeah. External, you know, it's going to be hard for you unless you just keep throwing your bag everywhere. Oh, um, yeah. No, but, no. yeah. Yeah. Um, but those are just a few things. We can we should have a podcast or an episode solely on a backpack. Yeah, you sure. Because there's different components to it. Right. Um, you know, we can dive more in depth of... You know the whole triple stitching thing and just mm -hmm. yeah so yeah um sleeping bags you know it's another essential thing you ha you should totally bring, well unless you bring blankets or whatever but yeah i have no room to talk because i have an ozark trail sleeping bag and i shiver at night even though it's like 60 degrees um yeah my last trip in may i was out in zaleski uh, it's like wayne national forest in ohio and um yeah that was an awesome time um but yeah, I was sleeping in a hammock. 
nothing but like clear skies which was absolutely awesome you know like when you're laying in a hammock you see all the stars and stuff but i was i was freezing it was i was so cold i literally my dad and brother went with me and my dad packed this like zero degree rated sleeping bag and the thing weighed like five pounds and he couldn't even fit it in his pack so he literally had like paracords on the outside of his pack like holding the thing up man i mean the, he oh, was carrying man. like 70 pounds um Jeez. because we brought like jimmy dean like beef stew because oh, <laughs> hey we ate good that night I man you did. oh dude it's That's so crazy good awesome. never had a jimmy dean before until then yeah. oh man i can go for that right now but yeah um yeah so pax was mentioned he has this thermal grade like crazy you can sweat in the middle of winter type of sleeping bag yeah um i mean you have to have all your clothes off because it reflects body heat that's the only downside so when you wake up and you get out Ooh. i mean you're, <laughs> it's gonna be a little nipply unless you get dressed in in, in the uh, sleeping bag but what's the term you can cut glass uh, what you can cut glass you can cut glass with nipples being yeah <laughs> oh man thought that's what the saying was yeah but do you know the difference between down and synthetic down and synthetic, like the material in the yeah, in the sleeping bag. I'm I'm not 100 sure. I do I can tell the difference in when um, I'm sure when you get get into it. Yeah, I'm sure you can tell if it's down or synthetic. I believe mine is synthetic, um, and I don't know the brand of mine just because it's issued. And I, trust me, I looked. Issued. Well, it is. <laughs> like I, I looked and I was like, it's well, the way you said it. Issued. <laughs> Yeah, um, so down insulation is basically like... I'm assuming it's like... Yeah, it's got, so it's got like higher warmth to weight ratio than synthetic insulation. Super compressible, very durable. Um, You just got to take care of it really well because supposedly it's made out of goose feathers or whatever. Um, The only thing geese are good for. Um, But the cons though is it loses insulating power when it gets wet and it takes a long time to dry. Um, yeah, and again, like cleaning requires special care. It's not hypoallergenic if that's a super big issue for you people. Um, and it is more expensive than like synthetics. But the nice thing with synthetics, I know for sure mine's synthetic because it's dirt cheap and it's from Walmart, but it's very water resistant and it continues to insulate even when it's wet. It is hypoallergenic if you're concerned about that and it is very cheap. Um, you know, the downsides to it is it's heavier and bulkier, um, offers less warmth, warmth for its weight ratio, um, and it's less durable. Um, and so, and over time, as you keep stuffing it in a sack, it loses its insulating power. So, you know, those are some things to like think about. Um, I mean, I'm kind of, I would love to do like a winter hike right now. So I'm kind of in the market of, um, looking for sleeping bags. I've been finding some. Uh, I prefer mummy style sleeping bags because my head is covered and I can like zip tie my face. So the only thing exposed is my nose because um, I don't know, I just like feeling warm. I would rather like have cold surroundings but be really nice and toasty inside. Um, But yeah, I prefer mummy style. There's like square and I don't even know what else, but. Yeah, I don't know why I just thought of this, but it kind of has to do with uh, sleeping systems, but. when you go hiking and camping, period, uh, you should be comfortably cold. Um, that's a saying in the military to be comfortably cold, and basically it means cold. basically it means like if you have too many layers on and you're hiking or you're out and about, um, and you start sweating at night, you know when you lay that gear out to dry and you wake up, it's still gonna be 
semi-wet, and that's a good way to get hypothermia, especially when it's kind of cold. Mm -hmm. uh, especially now in the fall, uh, that's that's a big way to get it. But just to be make sure, like you know, when you're in your sleeping bag, just make sure you downgrade your layers. You don't want to be like you know ready to go to the Arctic in, in your sleeping bag. But uh, yeah, just just wanted to hit on that real quick. Yeah, no, totally. Um, yeah, and so there's like so many different options of sleeping bags. Um, to me, I would rather sacrifice comfort for weight. So I and it's so in another way of saying that, like I would much rather have a lower grade sleeping bag and pack on an extra two pounds. Even though I'm a big like spokesperson for don't pack extra things than you need or whatever, but yeah. You won't regret it, that's for sure. You will sleep nice and, what is it, comfortably cold. But comfortably cold. Yeah. Yeah, another thing on the list, I mean, boots. Um, <laughs> which, honestly, like, the top three things to always bring, they sound essential, but some people, like, slack off on it. You know, it's pack, shoes, tent, and bag. Sleeping bag. Um, and socks as a bonus, extra socks always. Yeah, we can throw that in with the boots and stuff, but you really, honestly, you if you skimp out on anything, don't skimp out on these boots because um, you want to buy some really good, like, nice brand, like Merrill's or Kelty's. Sol Solomon's are good. A lot of special oh, yeah. forces guys use Solomon's. I have Solomon's. Those um, are super nice. Yeah, and uh, I, I have Under Armour uh, boots that I wear. Um, they're the uh, mid tops. I mean, I, I can wear my military boots, but most of the time when I go hiking, those never fail me. And every, every time I get my uh, boots wet, like those Under Armour boots, it always takes forever for yeah. those to, uh, for me to actually feel wet. They, they keep me dry. So that, that's mm -hmm. why I love them. And they're lightweight too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, even when you buy the shoes, you want to buy them like a couple months in advance and break them in because if you don't, you will have blisters on your feet bigger than the moon um, and you will be miserable. Like I, you can put band-aids on it, but you will be miserable because it's just raw skin rubbing on rubber yeah. or fabric or whatever and you'll start bleeding and your whole trip will just be ruined. So I prefer like the, I, I like boots that go over my ankle because um, I've had, I roll my ankles a lot and anytime I have like cuts underneath like my ankle ball, joint or whatever you want to call that yeah. i don't know what it is ankle i always roll them <laughs> and it sucks <laughs> but yeah um i had a pair of merrells at the very beginning when i started hiking um i think they're the moabs or something like that absolutely loved them i wore them until the soles like literally were falling off um and that was like four years of using them um and then a buddy of work actually noticed that i had <laughs> no soles on my shoes and so he gave me a pair of solomons that he used once and i've had those ever since um but yeah like i love them they have good traction um it's got a rubber tip on the i don't know in the nose of the shoe or whatever and yeah so it's they're waterproof super nice um they yeah. dry fast too mm -hmm. yeah yeah and then socks i always bring belega socks i don't know if you guys have ever heard of those but they're like really good comfort, comfort. Um, what are they made out of? Mohair type of socks. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what mohair is, but no, yeah, it's it's like a. Um, it's like oh, goat hair, isn't it? Yeah, it's. It, you're talking about the big wool ones. It looks like wool. Are you uh, talking about those, or are you talking about like? Uh, they look like normal socks, but they're mohair. 
I guess it's maybe in the stitching or yeah, something different. Yeah, like that, probably. Know? Yeah. Those are supposed to be like blister resistant. And um, I have packed like Walmart brand shoes, like Hanes or, or socks, like Hanes or something like that. And it, you can tell the difference like immediately. Yeah. There's an old trick we do on long hikes uh, in the Marine Corps. We get dress socks, put the dress socks on first, then put your combat socks on. Seriously? That, yeah. It prevents blisters. It, it, what, it, what it does is it acts as a buffer for your feet to the sock, to the shoe. And it it pretty much stops blisters. That's what it's, or uh, hot spots in your feet, which causes oh, blisters. Yeah. Um, I've not done that on one of our regular recreational hikes, um, but I have done that on uh, like drills. Yeah, movements and stuff that we've done. Um, and I, I can tell a difference. Um, but, you know, on recreation or like if we're not doing movements in the Marine Corps, we, uh, I use, uh, oh, it's uh, Fox Fleet socks i think i can't remember it's something fox uh oh i'm gonna listen to this later and kick myself because i'll remember it it's something fox uh brand socks uh also vertex makes good socks um under armor north face makes good so i would i would be careful um i know i know that a lot of people might like the wool the wool socks um Maybe like when you start camping down, like stop walking and start like you know setting up camp. I then I would switch to those socks to kind of relax in. But you know when I'm on a movement or I'm hiking uh, and you know it's raining or something and that wool gets wet, oh my gosh, you're you're done. Mm -hmm. uh, you're gonna get some bad blisters with the wool. Um, but yeah, I can't, I can't remember for the life of me the look it up you'll think of it uh -huh. um but yeah so we kind of twisted this episode from gear list to sounds like the top three I things to not slack off on you know your pack your bag and shoes shoes and socks and then i would make sure that you at least bring a first aid kit um, oh if you if you yeah. know what to do with it i mean anybody can just bring what or Tylenol, but I'm talking about like a tourniquet, uh, yeah. you know, a, a bowl seal, um, yeah. stuff like that. If you know how to use it, then go ahead. But, oh, yeah. Uh, I So in my pack, I always have, I have a designated first aid kit bag. Mm -hmm. um, and in there I have snake bite uh, equipment, like stings and stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's got this weird like little suction cup thing that you like stick it on the swelling spot and you, you suck the venom out. That's sick. Yeah, that's, um, that's, that's rad. Um, yeah, I got a like first aid kit. Um, we call them IFACs. Life straws. Like a separate bag. What is, is that? It, is it like a separate IFAC is like an individual first aid kit. So like, is it well, like a separate bag in your bag? Yeah, I have a, it's a compression sack and I have like all the med kit in there. Oh, okay. So what I do, we're over time, but like, I'll talk about this. So when I pack, I always pack things in like bags and compartments. I don't just throw crap in it. So I literally have a compression sack that is all kitchen stuff. So it's got like matches. It's got the, you know, the dining ware. I remember seeing it. You got it it's labeled, got, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, for me, I, I got my bag of coffee. And for my stove is a lot different. I have a JetBull flash. And so my entire stove fits into the JetBull itself. Oh, dude, that is gold. JetBulls, oh my gosh. I love JetBulls, man. That is gold. Um, but yeah, everything I have fits into a, um, just a dry 
wet, dry wet sack. And if I ever need anything, I know by the color. So if it's red, it's for state kit. If it's blue, it's food related. Um, if it's yellow, it's clothes. That's awesome. So my clothes probably take up like this much space and I compress it. It's waterproof, so I don't have to worry about dew getting on it. And it makes for a great pillow. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so that about wraps it up for this one. Yeah, um, we, we definitely. And it's only, man, time flies. Yeah, I can't believe it's 24 minutes. Almost 25 minutes. Wow. But yeah. yeah, so stay tuned. Always like, share with your friends, subscribe. I don't know if subscribing works. But I, th I think they, yeah. <laughs> Follow the podcast. Follow the podcast. Spotify. We're on Spotify, Google Music, Google Play, whatever that is. Apple Music, anywhere you can listen to a podcast. Maybe, that's where maybe we're at. YouTube one day. Maybe YouTube one day. Possibly. Maybe. Yeah, for sure. And if you guys have any topics, feel free to shoot them um, to us. Yeah, I mean, you can they, always DM the uh, Instagram. The old, oh, the yeah. Old Instagram plug. At Field Notes from the Dorm on Instagram. Uh, that's where you'll find all the latest news future gear and giveaways oh, one day oh, yeah. oh dude i would be willing to do that oh, yeah give him a too. cliff bar <laughs> <laughs> one paxton buck <laughs> it's, that's all you get it's yeah. redeemable for a good time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh boy all right guys y'all take it easy and how, how would we end this i don't even know we need to come up with a good outro i don't know man uh, semper fidelis Simper Gumby. Stay young, you red pills. <laughs> <laughs> Trump 2020. Oh my gosh. <laughs>